Hey everybody, this is Chad Jordan from Sport Clips. This is another edition of our Hall of Fame podcast, and I definitely have a Hall of Famer on the podcast episode today. Uh, she is uh, one of the rock stars in the Sport Clips universe, and uh, and she's dancing for all the YouTubers watching us. Um, she's real. She's how much caffeine have you had today? That's what I want to know. We're I've here. I've had one cup. One cup? Yeah. Okay, you've had more than I've had. I've just said water because it's so freaking hot in Darlington, South Carolina. Too? Yeah, this okay, is cool. yours. Ice cold. <laughs> uh, but uh, we're here for our NASCAR weekend. Saw an amazing race yesterday with Denny Hamlin. Uh, and then today, Eric Jones is going to be racing. In fact, I think we get to meet him in like half an hour. Yeah. I just met his dog. Okay. And what kind of dog does he have? He's got like, it's one of those Belgian sh German Shepherd like attack dogs. Like he looks super scary, but... He's German amazing, Shepherd. yeah. His name's Oscar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that I took a, a selfie one. with him, but it didn't turn out. And I don't think Oscar, I don't know if Oscar, if Oscar. Did he smile? If you're coming back. Yes, he looked right at the camera. <laughs> but the lady who took it, yeah, she, the, the, our heads got cut off. So anyways, um, <laughs> long story short, here we are in Darlington. We've been hanging out. We did some store visits. Hopefully we do some more tomorrow if the hurricane doesn't affect our, pla our plans. But um, I think we're going to have a fun time today. So, uh long story short who are you why are you here what's your name um give me that give me all the details so i'm here because chad invited me i made you come on this <laughs> and uh my name is andrea alamond i am the area coach for south carolina and eastern georgia and founding artistic team member is that right i'm one of the ogs mm -hmm. og yeah. artistic team member what so your nicknames what do people call you Dre, Drea. I, I was Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Okay. Yep. So, uh, so we. Uh, that so, was from Stacia. I'm does that make me Eminem today? I don't know what that makes Dr. me. Anyways. Dr. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so at any rate, um, or Snoop Dogg, uh, <laughs> we want to we want to unpack her story a little bit because she's had such a. How long you been at Sport Clips? A long time since 2004. 2004. So like 15 years. Really? Yeah. So, w were you somewhere else before? Or did you come out of beauty school, get fine sport clips? Was there a, a, an interim period? Let the record show that I only claim sport clips okay. as my uh, hairstylist career. Yeah. But the truth will be told that um, I worked for Regis. Really? Yes. Wow. And this is actually... Regis. Okay. Pretty interesting. Yeah. I worked for Regis and in the mall. And uh, I was there maybe, oh, God, I'm going to be generous and say two or three weeks. Mm -hmm. And the manager called me, and I tell this story at beauty schools because it's interesting. And uh, the manager called me and said, will you do me a favor? The checks for everyone is in the front drawer. Will you get them and pass them out to everyone at the store? I've been there like two or three weeks. And I'm like, of course. Mm -hmm. My manager calls me, asked me to do something. I'm going to do it. I open the drawer and the checks are there and they are open. They are not oh. inside envelopes. And I think to myself, I know I'm in this industry to make a lot of money. Yeah. And that is my goal to be successful. And I want to see if I'm here two years like this lady or uh, three years like this lady, what kind of money I'm going to be making. Mm -hmm. So I looked at the checks as I was passing them out and setting them on their station. And it was sad. Mm, depressing. I was very, I was, I immediately, immediately started to panic. Uh -huh. So what have I done? Yes. I made a huge mistake. Yes. Uh -huh. So I, uh, start thinking about other job opportunities and my mother actually mentioned sport clips. So I went in and applied. Now, where, mind where you, is this? The Somerville, South Carolina. Oh, okay. Yeah. And That's your hometown, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and I went and applied and going in I knew nothing about cutting hair at Regis I actually refused men's haircuts the manager ended up calling my boss at the time and telling her that I am not comfortable doing men's hair and what, what, what's uncomfortable I mean I I'm not a stylist so I don't I don't get what's comfortable what's not so tell me why Okay, yeah. so here's out. the thing. I'm also a part, well, I was a part of the board of Virginia College. Okay. And when you go to the board meetings, you talk to other people in the industry of other businesses. And one of the things I shared with them is if you can cut hair on women that has like this much room for air, right? right. If it's like okay. a foot long. Yeah. And, and you can do an okay job. But with men, you have this yes. much room Small for margin air. of air, yeah. And you okay. can, if you can do it on this level, you can do it on a longer level. So yeah. why are we not teaching this inside of our beauty schools? Mm -hmm. And they actually started doing it a lot more, with, especially with Paul Mitchell. So was it, th th there wasn't a comfort level because when you were in beauty school, they didn't really teach you how to cut on shortly cropped hair? Yep. Okay. And so that goes all towards the schools not preparing yeah. you to really be in the industry. And... Um, that's what barber sh schools are focused mm -hmm. on, right? Yeah, the so, razor okay. shaves, yeah, that closeness. Okay. But um, yeah, I I went in and started cutting hair, and I will never forget the girl that taught me how to do men's haircuts. Her name was Rashima. Is this at is this at uh, Regis or this is now at Sport Clips? Sport Clips. Okay. What store number? What's it? SC two hundred one. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the team leaders Todd Curry. All right. Um, and so. Rashima taught me how to cut hair, and one of the was she a things, t what, what, was she a she specialist? was just a team member. Oh, okay. Nope. Back then, two thousand four. Ooh. There were there really there yeah. was. I actually took my training classes on the VHS tapes that oh, Julie wow. talks about yeah. in Sport Clips mm -hmm. Way. So with Karen Haney. Yeah. And uh, that's how I took my classes. So I learned a lot from the videos, but working with the team members in real time was the thing that helped me the most. Uh, she went on to uh, manage her own store in Florida, and eventually I took over that location after about three or four months of being a stylist. You became a manager that quickly? I was 18 years old. So, P.S. Todd Curry, uh, thank you for giving yeah. me the opportunity, but that's crazy yeah. to put an 18-year-old <laughs> in charge of all of your yeah. funds. No, he, he, <laughs> saw, he saw the potential. Thank God yeah. he uh, made a good choice because we made a lot of money together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How long? So how long did you manage? So I managed, um, I want to say it was maybe four or five years, four or five years. Mm -hmm. And then we hit uh, $10,000 a week in net sales. Wow. And how many uh, Charleston stores? That's Charleston area, right? Mm -hmm. So how many, how many other Charleston stores were there at the time? At the time, I think there were three okay so you weren't the only sport clips in town no yeah. no 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 uh it's a great location it's it was a brand new shopping center um sport clips. how did your how did your team feel about having an 18 year old manager i mean believe it or not everyone respected me except for the people that were closer to my age uh, like i had no issue with like my 40 year old stylist mm -hmm. or 50-year-old stylist or 30- or 20-year-old stylist. It was everyone that was closer to my age, which, I mean, is understandable. Yeah. So uh, you managed for a few years. Mm -hmm. Then what? Um, and then I knew that I wanted to continue to grow with the company, and I moved into the coach position. 
which is what I do now. When did the co- were there already coaches when you started, or is that kind of a newer? There were last coaches at the time. There was a part-time tech coach, so okay. there was not like a full-time area coach like what I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very. It was a part-time tech coach position, and classes were always offered. Training was always something available, but never at the capacity that it is now, yeah. which is amazing. So what year, what year do you transition into being a coach? Uh, 2012. Okay. Uh, October of 2012. And started going through coach training. And um, at one point, I was over the whole South Carolina say, and how, Eastern yeah, what's Georgia. What's your territory? So. so all of South Carolina and Eastern Georgia oh by my myself. And it was rough. Yeah. It was rough. You're always... And, you have kiddos? Mm-hmm. So when, how old are your kids? I have a 12-year-old girl, uh-huh. and I have a 4-year-old boy, my okay. hossie. All right, so your daughter, when, when, when were you a coach? When, when did this start? My daughter, uh, uh, coach 2012, my daughter was... So 4 or 5? Five? 5. Something like that? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you're on the road a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah. Um, Those Greenville trips were long. Yeah, are you going <laughs> back and forth in the same day? Because you mm-hmm. do have her, mm-hmm. so you had a lot of mm-hmm. road time. Yeah. Uh, hopefully everybody passed their success checks when you got there after all that driving that you did. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. They, yeah, they knew that they could not fail you. No. Uh, all that But I think when you drive so long, you kind of get on like, uh, what's it called when you fly an airplane along? Jet lag? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So. Or so I'm told. I wouldn't know anything. <laughs> Just kidding. I think I have some right now, actually, you know, from the West Coast. Yeah. So, you, uh, so you're a coach for this huge territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, at, at that point, do you think, all right, this is, this is it for me. This is kind of, you know, my career is at the top. Or had you kind of wanted more and, and saw some other opportunities? So going into getting hired for coach position, I, the Gozers knew that I wanted to take this. Gozers, the area high, developers. Yeah, okay. as high as I could. Yeah. This is not the stop stopping point. This is the starting point. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we now have three coaches. And um, well, and be- even before that, we had two coaches, myself and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And uh, I applied for this wonderful next step tell opportunity. Me, tell me about the artistic <laughs> team. Where did that start? Like. How did they announce it back in the day? Like, give me that whole, I need to understand that process. Okay. What, what that looked like back, so this is way a, back when. This is a great story, too. Okay. Um, so they released this email to, I guess, area developers. And then Rosemary Gozier sent it to me, said maybe we should apply for it. Mm-hmm. And I applied, like, nine months pregnant. I'm like, there's oh, no way. Okay. I actually, she called me, or someone called me and reminded me, and I was like, I'm going to do it right now. And I go to fill it all out, and I'm like, there's no, I don't even know why I'm doing this. I'm, I'm about to pop. Yeah. Like, there's no way. And then I, we have our summit meeting, and at our summit meeting, Rosemary Gozier gets an email that I am one of the six that was accepted to do the artistic team. And have you had your son by then? No, okay. I'm still like, okay. about to pop. Okay. And, yeah. So... What year? 2014? When is this? He was born to November 2000. Yep, it was 2014. Okay. So this is when the artistic team, they've just putting it together. How many were there? Six mm-hmm. to start? There mm-hmm. were six um, coaches Yeah. Uh, from around the country, and they announce it. And at this point, did you know there was going to be some travel and shows and all this other stuff? Or what are you thinking an artistic team member was going to look like? 
I knew there was going to be some travel. I knew there was going to be uh, some training travel in mm -hmm. addition to shows. And, uh, yeah, okay, I knew that. And uh, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, one year I did, I think, the most shows ever. I did five shows and then four trainings. And that was after maybe he was, like, two years old. So how, how is it working, juggling being a mom? And, I mean, being a mom and a team member, period, right, takes some effort. You got to line up sitters and daycare and you know all the kind of stuff and mm -hmm. the emotional being gone from them eight to ten hours a day or however long uh but you it was a little more complicated for you because now you're traveling yeah you obviously can't take you can't pack them in your luggage no. so you can't bring them with you uh so having the support at home is huge mm -hmm. my husband mm -hmm. was great he travels for work too so mm -hmm. we did the trade-off yeah and um that yeah having the support at home is big but you have to want it yeah you have to want to be on the artistic team and that's why it's so important that they pick the right people because you really have to want it and if you're going to apply for it you're definitely going to want it because the application process is not just snapping your fingers and you're going yeah so that's weeding people out right there. right you know there's <laughs> some hoops that you got to jump through and did you have to do like a live cutting and video and mm -hmm. all that stuff that they critiqued and kind of watched yep and, i had to show my teaching of a haircutting class oh, okay yeah uh with a team member and i think now they do more of the video on the the artistic team member and uh and then i had to do a video of why i wanted to be on the artistic team and from what i'm hearing with these videos the ones that are being picked they're really creative they're really kind of like when you uh submit a video like to do you want to be on survivor or yeah. something you know back in the day 20 years ago people would just but now they're doing all these these antics and all that kind of stuff i imagine that's probably what the artistic team videos look like at this point you know people are yeah being, you know, i danced in mine and oh, sang sure oh yep. yeah it's like a talent show <laughs> yeah um so who uh are the original artistic team uh who, who who's on there um aaron burton yep bailey boo mm-hmm um Lin was Linda on the original? Uh Linda. Yeah. Yep. Uh who else was original? Crystal Sierras. Yes. And myself. It was Ashley. Ashley Merriweather. Was she an original? That's six. Yes, yeah, six. Okay. There we go. All right, yep, cool. Ashley. Um and give me some fun times you guys had. Huddle, I mean how about this? The first huddle, because at that point, no artistic team had ever performed at huddle. Okay. And there was, I mean, now we see it. There's dancing, there's choreography. It's insane. Mm -hmm. uh, what was the first one like? So, from what I can remember is we're all backstage. Yeah. Okay. And this is, or Houston? Where, where was the first one that you guys uh, The very, very first one. We talked at that one. That one, I believe, was... Was it in Vegas? Maybe. I think it was yeah. in Vegas. Okay. Um, so we go through the rehearsals where we're watching the dancers dance. And so we're starting to actually like watch them learn their dance because we have to know when to come out, yes. when to go back and when to come back out. And 
when we're behind the stage, we are actually dancing with mm -hmm. the right. dancers. Moving with them, yeah. <laughs> yes. So we're doing that and uh, and then waiting for our cues and we're even counting down in our head four, three, two, one, go. Yeah. And then we walk out and uh, the first one we actually had the chance to talk and introduce ourselves and that was where we were supposed to share what the artistic team was here to do. Mm -hmm. And it was to spread brand awareness across the nation to help improve our retention and applications and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you ended up performing at obviously huddles. Mm -hmm. What are some of the other highlights from being on the artistic team that that you can share that is available for public consumption anyways? So uh, what There's I can share is... There's some shenanigans I'm sure you can't <laughs> share. So that's no, nope, we're going to... Yeah. If you want to know the shenanigans, Bonus. you got to join the team. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so... We, oh, you get to meet so many interesting people. Robert Cromings and oh, watch yeah. him work and put together all of Paul Mitchell caper event. Um, the, you get to go to Disney World, Disney, I mean, Disneyland. Um, that is a whole experience in its own. You I remember. pack fun into that or is it all work? Uh, no, there's fun. Okay. There's fun. Uh, we, we had some fun. We had a lot of fun with each other. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. And, um. And you just get to, you get to see the behind the scenes stuff of other shows other than the okay. huddle, and right. that is just amazing. You get to be backstage stage when there are artists that are creating this hair that's about to go. On. You get to see first looks of what everyone else is dying out there waiting to see, and you mm -hmm. get to talk to the artists and ask them what is it you're doing, and they tell you the formulas that they're mixing and how they're cutting it, and, and then they'll even we did our haircuts in the back to prep, and then we would fix them on stage. We were the grand finale for Caper, and uh, the barbers back there are so helpful. I remember I needed to adjust my clippers and I couldn't find my tool, so one of the barbers came back and handed it to me, and I was like, oh my god, thank you so much. So. Um, it's just mind-blowing it's something as a as a stylist or future stylist when i went to beauty school normally i see that there are two goals that stylists have to own their own salon yeah or to be a platform artist mm -hmm. and platform artist was my goal so sport clips yeah. was able to do that for me and i even saw edward at the huddle one year and I was Edward Logan, our president. Yep. Okay. And I was like passing by the window and he waved as we were walking by the window and I was like, Oh, he wants us to come in. And my girl Maria, who you know yes. uh, in Pittsburgh. Maria she Jones. she was like now no, on he's, the artistic team. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she's like, No, he's not waving us in. I was like, Oh, he's definitely oh, wanting us to come me. in. Oh, I know, oh. I know that look. <laughs> Let's go. So we went in and he was with his A team and I went up to him and I was like calm and cool gonna thank him for the opportunity it was like my last year on it and it sounded something like this hey i just wanted to come and tell you that oh i am gosh. so thankful oh no <laughs> awkward oh my gosh and i start crying oh my gosh and he i'm sure he was like what do i uh -huh. do with this girl security yeah <laughs> And then he goes, oh, so sweet. 
were about to take a, a champagne toast with the A-team, would you like to join us? And I was oh. like, yes, oh, I wow. would. Thank you. Amazing. <laughs> so yeah, we do the toast. He says this great speech. And in his speech, he acknowledges the artistic team. And I was the only oh, one there God. at the time. It was so sweet. Oh, jeez. <laughs> You're just a puddle on the floor. I was a mess. Uh, I was and, a mess. And is Maria later going, see, I told you, he was not waving us in. He was he just was... saying hi. She's like, I'm never following you around again. You're so embarrassing. But it was a special moment for sure. It was amazing. Uh, what What else have you uh, uh, gotten to do in any uh, web series or any articles and magazines? Any, anything else like that that the exposure from the artistic team helped launch? Yes. Yeah, so my girl, Crystal, Yes. Uh, she entered a contest. It was one that I was kind of on her about. You should yeah. do this. You should do this. You should do this. And uh, she was like listen to me and she did it and she won mm -hmm. to have her and her son and two other people excuse me flown to california and this is crystal smith yes right the, the team leader of from gordon's hometown mm -hmm. sc 308 her and her son got to do what was it they he Men's, was a uh, grooming mag mm -hmm. yeah. man man magazine man. he was going to be okay. on the cover of man magazine yeah. so uh they needed one artistic team member to go. And I was like, you've got to pick uh -huh. me. She goes, and Julie goes, we got to make it fair. They put all the names in the hat. What? One person was drawn, and I feel so bad for whoever it was. And I think it was Whitney. And Whitney was like, she was like, I don't want to be the one to judge this. It throws it back in. And then Jennifer uh, ends up grabbing the name out and opens it up. And I got picked to go, so... I'm sorry wow. for whoever got whoever, thrown back we know, in. We'll never know because she didn't she didn't open to see who I it was, know, right? But I was I was taking it, so I get to go with my girl to California, wow. member of the artistic team, and I get to style my sweet little uh, Mason's hair. Yep. And he was on the cover of magazine. They have a beautiful page inside of the styling process, and um, and that was so. I special. wonder if that's available online still. I'd love to link it to this podcast. Yeah, to that be able would be to great. See when people just click on it and can go find it. Yeah, because so, she's got it displayed in her store. Yeah, yeah, it's from, yeah. you know, she's on the uh, tailgate area. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. uh, what's next? What else? What's on the horizon for Dr. Uh, Dre? Well, the next step, uh, EJ Gozier, we're gonna need to enter into uh, some kind of business deal. You think so? Let me okay. come on board as your oh, AD support. Okay. So we're throwing down the gauntlet. Uh, <laughs> EJ is just unsubscribed from the podcast as we speak. <laughs> he's like, uh, I'm going to kill her. Oh, there he is right now knocking on the door. No, that's, well, that's exciting. I mean, I, we, we've interviewed Crystal, uh, who is a team leader, mm -hmm. who is a manager turned team leader. Yes. So it is possible, especially in this market. Yeah. Uh, and especially with the Gozers who mm -hmm. are phenomenal. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, so well, well, that would be awesome. Great. Then I could have you at, on the podcast again as a first ever uh, OG, yes, eighteen year old manager, yeah, turned artistic team member, turned team, team leader. leader. Yeah. There we go. That Multi like unit a team leader. Yeah, I, I like where this is going. That's that's <laughs> great. Uh, all right. Well, we we're getting ready. By the way, we're getting ready to chant. You probably already met Denny Hamlin, Eric Jones, and mm -hmm. Coach Gibbs before. Mm -hmm. They're they're coming like literally any minute. Probably into this RV. We're probably <laughs> keeping them from coming in here in the hospitality RV. But um, can I ask you the ten fun questions I like to end the podcast with? Yeah. Um, let me pull them up. All right. Number one, which superpower would you most like to have? Oh man, I'm gonna say to fly. Yeah, because you want to get to all the stores quickly. 
Oh, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah. all the travel that you've done over the course of your career. Could you imagine how quick you get success checks yeah, done? Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. One day, yeah. done. Dude, the whole state <laughs> and Eastern Georgia. Yes. Uh, what is your personal motto? Oh, man. Um, you know what? It's going to sound so corny. Do it. <laughs> Do what's I mean, right, do your best, yes, treat others the way I, they want to be treated. When you are with a company for 15 yeah. years, it becomes part of your being. Mm-hmm. It is the program within me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I can see that. It's mm-hmm. baked in at this point. Yeah. It is who you are. Okay. So our core values. Mm-hmm. Other than where you live now, where else in the world, now you get, not just America, where else in the world would you most like to live? I wouldn't. Really? Mm-hmm. You would take this hurricane and all? We got I, a hurricane listen. bearing down <laughs> on... It's Somerville, South Carolina, Listen, when we're recording this. Everyone hates hurricanes mm-hmm. if you're not there. But when you're there, everyone here loves hurricanes. I took my daughter to the movie what? with her friends, and her friends are like, I hope the hurricane oh hits. Oh, my gosh. It's a hurricane school day. It's, exact, it's fine, as oh long as you have a generator. And okay. I have a generator, so as long as you have a generator, you're good. All right. Uh, which words or phrases do you most overuse? Oh, God. Uh... Do what's right. Do your best. Okay, you, people, people are getting sick of hearing you say that. All right. Uh, what sound or noise do you love? Oh, rain. Uh, well, you get ready to hear a lot of that. <laughs> so you're in luck, young lady. Yeah. But what sound or noise do you hate? Smacking. Like when people are eating? Yes. Smacking? Uh-huh. Okay, I will not eat near you later today. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, these three questions are kind of related. Um when they make the movie based on the story of your life, uh-huh. who do you want to play the lead character? Who do you want to play? What actress do you want to play you? Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton? Oh, because she's singer, dancer, actress. Okay. She's amazing. All right. What? Oh, well, that's easy because the next question is which band or musician do you want to do the soundtrack? I'm assuming Oh, Dolly. Same. Okay. Yeah. So Dolly's got to do it. And then last but not least uh, on that question, then I have one more final one. Uh, for that movie... What's the title? What should we call it? Listen to my story. Listen to my story. Okay. And that'll be the the single that Dolly mm-hmm. releases. Yes, it's okay. two for one. Okay. Uh, last question: If heaven indeed exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? I'm proud of you. Oh, well, hey, we're proud of you, <laughs> you Hall of Famer, who took me over a year to get you on this podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, what a career. I mean, this is uh, literally, I mean, you're still a young gal, so you've got such a great career uh, in line. But what you've already accomplished, original artistic team member, manager at 18, uh, future team leader. I mean, we're putting it out there. All right. Uh, so certainly proud of you and all your accomplishments and uh, and all our all our team members that strive for greatness like you. Yes. Uh, what a company to be a part of. So It is. Uh, so thank you for carving out some time for me today. And uh, that's all we got for this week. We'll have another edition next week. I don't know if it'll be as exciting as this one, but we'll try. Okay. High five. Thanks, everybody. Woo! Good job.